Hello and welcome back to another episode of We Need Therapy. On today's episode, we tackle the long lost question of what the hell even is OT? And I talk about some gay stuff. Fun. Invigorating. That's gross. As always, please like, review and subscribe wherever you get good podcasts. And listen for the end when we have a special poll that we'd love you to engage in. Enjoy the show. I feel like our episodes go from depression to fun to depression to fun. Yeah. What's in store today? Uh, well, we did comedy last week. That was really uplifting with Simone. So back to depression, baby. Oh, and that's Doot why it's just you and me. Yeah, I know. No guests today. First time in how long? Probably about three or four weeks. I know. It's been great, hasn't it? I've barely had to speak to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> I think this might be our quickest episode yet. We'll just be staring at each other being like, well, where's like, the other person here? <laughs> Sounds like my last relationship. <laughs> um, I can see that you printed out some conversation starters, so we're going to get into those later. Were you worried about you'd have nothing to speak to me about? We've literally got no topic today. We're just going to play it by ear. And we've got nothing in common, so... Well, it's funny because we were trying to plan for this a few days ago and we're like, oh, you know, why don't we just unpack a, a topic that we have in common? Mm. And I stared at you. You often do, though. I'm kind of like, you, anybody home? <laughs> Waving a hand back and That's forth. because I'm just so surprised at the fact that your face doesn't move. No. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. I haven't had Botox in a year. It's moving like crazy. <laughs> I feel like my face is on LSD, just like waves going through it. I mean, I don't know anything about the drug formerly known as LSD. Okay, so how was your weekend? Well, I had dinner with a fan the other week. Really? Yeah, Who was our it? first ever fan contacted the show. I've never met her before. What? What mm. do you mean? So she's, and he's going to hate me for bringing this up, she is the girlfriend of a friend of mine mm. and she had listened to the back catalogue and wanted to meet me in person. So How we organised a dinner. did you not invite me along? I would have been fangirling at the fact that she was fangirling at us. Well, she was fangirling at me. Really? That's why I didn't invite you along. Oh. No, that's actually a lie. She was very, very smitten with you. Everybody is. Yeah. This is so, I mean, like... In life, yes. But also, you keep telling me that. You're like, yeah, this other person really likes you from the podcast. And I'm like, what? I know. I'm surprised as well. This is a facade, but I'm glad it's working. Well, I think she she's a big fan of you because she's studying physio. Oh, okay. Here we go. Mm. Yeah. And she found your comments about, well, I think they're very derogatory My comments. My racist comments online? No, <laughs> I'm joking. I don't have any of those. I cleared them up. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What comments? The comments about OT and how much oh. respect you have for people like me that put my heart on the line in the field and <laughs> you fucking throw a piece of paper and a pen at me. Oh, God. You have the same concerns. I feel like OTs are even like, what do we do? But I can retire the joke because I've used it a lot and it doesn't get many laughs, laughs anymore. But, yes. Just like all your other jokes? True, true. All of these jokes are recycled, by the way. Uh, you've heard these a hundred times and I bring them out on the podcast. Do you know, I think this is probably our 20th episode. What? Mm. Did you bake a cake? No, but we've got some strepsils here because someone's got a sore throat. I actually do have a sore throat. I've got some touch of laryngitis. What have so. you been up to over the weekend? Oh, you know, not much. Just sucking cock. Really quite quite mild. No, I, I haven't actually. Um, bit of a dry spell. Nothing. I don't know why. I just woke up with a really husky voice, but I feel... It actually sounds quite nice. I know. That's what I was about to say. So I'm glad that you got there first. <laughs> that's why you're like, we have to record today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Normally I sound like bloody Bart Simpson. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't know. I think because my voice is quite, you know, it, it's a neutral to a higher pitch, I yep. think, for yep. the male voice. Um, yeah, but within normal limits for the gay population. Oh, I'm a baritone in the gay world. Why do gay people speak with, like, a specific tone? How fucking dare you? It's actually Pride Month. And you're coming at the gay community. Yeah, this is me just asking questions, trying to educate myself about your people. I love that. I'm just asking questions. Don't shoot me. I'm very curious. Why do gay people have that, like, I think I've been heard to it as a, is that like a lisp, basically? Mm. Like a gay kind of inflection. No, some of them have like lisp, but it's like, I'd say it's a gay tone. Gay and cleft palate. That's a great combo that we often see in the community. So really great. No, I don't know. As a spokesperson for gay people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, me and my people find that question offensive. I don't know, but they do have a certain way of speaking that. It's a bit higher pitched and they use, well, obviously they use slang. Even like, even you use some gay slang though. Yeah, but I think it's because I've been around you for a very long time. Wait, what's gay slang? Well, gay slang is like, that's camp, which we say a lot. Is, is it? Oh, God. <laughs> which I can't even roll That was Jordan tongue. that said that, by the way, not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like loads of other words that we don't need to go into. Actually, considering it's Pride Month, this is another question that's popped into mind. What's been going through your mind in Pride <laughs> Month? Tell our audience. How do you, as a gay man, know that another person's gay if you're out and about? Oh, And yes. is it the voice? Because that was the only thing that I could make. Voice mm. or a haircut, I reckon, are the two physical. Okay. No, you're wrong in, in both cases. But Or is, this, is there like this specific look that a gay person has when they look at another man? I think different people might answer this question differently. For me, it's duration of eye contact. It's not particularly the look, although if you're interested in someone, you're going to give them the look. But it's more so gay people tend to make eye contact for slightly too long. It's that way of... Like staring? No, not staring. In between staring and just a fleeting glance, basically. So I'll do it to you now, and obviously our listeners can't see this, but if we were to meet and make eye contact, I'd, I'd say, hey, like, hi, I'm Jordan, how are you? You good? And then you kind of make eye contact for slightly too long as, as you might just, like, move away or something. Oh, fascinating. Is it's, this, like, is there, like, a... It's not a rule. ...gay encyclopedia, like, there's a code of conduct. No, like, no, you don't Thou get. shalt remain <laughs> eye contact for 30 seconds. <laughs> it's very hard to describe. It's a lot more easier to show someone in a social setting. But there's no, like, <laughs> resurrection is not the right word. There's no introduction. The, the Ten Commandments. Yeah, like. there's none of that. Is there anything else outside of eye contact? contact i don't know they just seem a bit faggy and their <laughs> movements and stuff like that and <laughs> just in general and yeah and they're usually in gay clubs drinking vodka lime sodas true i guess that helps like, for you there's other ex- you know external factors th- there's an example that you've told me before a relationship that you had years ago he was oh no you were a wait Tris, oh, sorry. Was I? Jesus. <laughs> you were a waiter for this particular table. Yeah, and then you gave. just waiter. You just have to say, like, waiter, not waiter. <laughs> sorry, you're talking about it. And how you knew, well, you gave him your number. I did. And, like, this isn't within a gay context. It was, well, I was going to say straight restaurant, but I don't know if there's any gay restaurants out there. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> the one on hot dogs. 
sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I know it's really bad. God. But for some reason, you must no have... No clam chowder. Sorry. That's the last one. I swear to God, that's the last that's one. That's a lesbian, right? Well, that's why there's no clam chowder. And I'm glad you finally woke up this morning. You must have known he was gay or something to have the confidence to give him your number and ask him out. Oh, well, he was extremely good looking. That's all the confidence you need. Straight people can be extremely good looking, case in point right here. Okay, I don't quite agree with that, but yeah, well, exactly. Like, he was a good looking person. I'd give my number to a good looking straight person or a gay person if I felt safe enough, because you might get sex from one of them and it's not the gay one. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever asked out a straight person or approached a straight person thinking that they weren't and then... Uh, no, I, look, I've never asked them out, but yes, at a gay club, uh, I used to go to the court a lot, which was very popular. Like it's the court hasn't been a gay club in years. No, it hasn't. But back when I used to go, when I was 18, it was very gay and yeah, I would hit on guys that later turn out to be straight. You don't really, well, I've, I've shot myself in the foot because then I've just told you that I'm good at picking up when guys are gay. And yeah, I'm just telling you a story about getting straight guys and gay guys confused. So maybe the staring duration theory is wrong. (laughs) I've never heard that staring theory. That's so fascinating to me. Well, yeah. But I guess same question to you. Like if you're interested in a girl, how do you know that she's into guys? Um, or is that just the fucking patriarchy again? Because, (laughs) well, that's what I mean. Like, I I think there's a few things like this where I think straight people are quite curious about the gay world. But when you like flip it back on them, they're like, oh, well, I've never really considered that because it's just like normal reality. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's what it feels like to be part of the majority. Like you guys are quite fascinated. I often get the question like, oh, when did you know you were gay? As if, like, someone's fucking died. Like, they tend to <laughs> they go a bit quieter. When did you know? Like, like, whisper it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose my heterosexuality died. But no, but I always ask the same question. Like, when did you know you were straight? These things happen on both sides of the equation. But often, like, we look at gay people and go, like, oh, it must have been so different for you. And it's like, no, it's actually quite similar. Where you, do you think that ignorance comes from? Um, Is it an ignorance or? I just think it's like a curiosity, like someone's different than us. You know, this is straight people talking. Mm. I think people are just curious. I don't think they mean to be malicious or anything. Yeah. But I do find it quite strange that when you must be in the big pack, the big majority looking out, you find it so fascinating. But it's actually quite you'll probably find that it's quite similar. Yeah, it's interesting and and that makes me reflect even just on the last few weeks of different guests and different Mm. backgrounds and minorities of people that we've interviewed. Oh, we've had a smorgasbord, haven't we? We've been asking them a lot of questions about what it's like being in their shoes and I wonder if they have a similar reaction around, well, if I flip it back to you, how would you answer that question? I don't know. Maybe. We've had some of the most like heterogeneous people I've ever seen, all from all throughout society. I know. When are we getting a straight white male onto the show? Oh, please. Simon, you've got to come on. (laughs) Our work colleague, Simon, who listens to this show, we've got to get you on. So he's, he's literally the only straight white man that we know. Yeah, I know. But even then, he's not in the minority because he's got red hair. Oh, yes. We should do an episode about people with red hair, formerly known as Rangers. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's an official term. Okay, cool. Sweet, good. I've got a Ranger friend, so I can say it. Oh, yeah. Actually, some of my best friends are Rangers, so... 
just circling back to our guests, who's been kind of ruminating around in your head? Well, who have we had actually this season so far? We started off with Darcy. Darcy. She oh, was great. She was great. I love Darcy and I still actually follow her on socials and I message her every now and again. Do you? I do. I love her. Oh, you sh- we, maybe we should get her back on. I know. Her episode did like really spike the numbers through the roof. Yeah. And well, then we- no, no one stuck around for the next one. But <laughs> it's all good. Who else? Um, after Darcy, we had the gay daddies. No, yes. the gay dads. Sorry. What have you been thinking about in Pride Month? There's that gay vernacular coming out again. Can I see your Pornhub search, please? <laughs> Seriously. What do you mean? We share an account. <laughs> You've got premium, right? <laughs> I would never pay. It, I, that's crazy. So we had the gay dads. Yeah. They were great. They were fantastic. The guy with the white hair, he was a bit weird. Paul. Oh, no, sorry. That was Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Paul was really cool. Paul was great. I like Paul. And Anthony was good too. He was okay, I guess. <gasps> How rude. He doesn't listen to the show, so. <laughs> he does. He's actually a religious listener. Who else did we have? Uh, Caitlin. Yes, Cato. She was great. Yes. And I loved her nickname. Yes. No, she she was cool. I got a lot of good feedback about her episode. I oh, think yeah. It was nice to have someone with the, you know, neurodisability on, talking about her experiences. Yeah. Some people just said she spoke so well and represented, you know, what she was representing. Yeah, really she was brilliant. Oh, shout out to the Motum crew that now listen yes, to really? the podcast. Oh, yeah. Donna's on and Donna's on the We Need Therapy train. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. We love her. She is a favourite supplier for wheelchairs in Perth. Unless AME or AC Mobility are listening, in which case we'll totally work with you as well. Oh my God, we really should look at sponsors within the therapy space. I know. Yes. That sounds it's like such a big great. selling point, right? I mean, most of the people listening are therapists in WA. Yeah, true. So who else did we have on? We had JJ. Yes, JJ. He was what were great. your thoughts on that interview? Because obviously I'm I'm engrossed within that story, but it was a very different tone to what we usually put Intense, out. Intense, very, very sad and sombre, but also really fascinating. As someone who's not struggled with really serious mental health issues before, I found it to be very enlightening mm. about what he had to say, particularly how young he was using drugs um, over-the-counter medications. We heard about some sort of cough syrup. Yeah, particularly how he was using like over-the-counter medications and his access to those, which they were occurring during high school. Yeah, it's fascinating because you hear stats, particularly in America, around addiction to prescription drugs and prescription mm. medicine. Mm. And I always thought it's people with like chronic pain, people wanting codeine and, and this and that. But yeah, I guess to hear someone so young. Yeah. He was very raw and honest about his experiences. Mm, I think he actually got a tear out of me that episode too. I didn't have to do anything. You were like putting on the waterworks from the get-go, putting the saline drops in your eyes. I was like, oh, fuck. Someone actually messaged me and asked if I had cut out. So they're like, oh, we like I heard you were about to cry. Your voice was cracking. Did you cut out the part of you actually crying after that? (laughs) Oh, I just realised because you don't cry. Yeah. Wow. That was videoed. Yeah, well, it's deleted now. Really? We've got to play it at your funeral. That would be great. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't fully crying. Yeah, it was an emotional. It was very hard to record. It was. It was actually it was quite hard to edit episode. and listen back, but yeah, I'm glad we went there. Simone, last week. Oh, I love her so much. She is a firecracker. I love her. How have you not introduced us before? I don't know. As I said to you before, like she's followed you on Instagram for years. Babe, a lot of people have. Big fan of your ex-boyfriend. 4,000 followers. Oh, like, geez. Please. I can't be expected to engage with the general public. No, actually, I love. I've got like, well... <laughs> That's nothing. 
<laughs> yes, I know. I heard she was a big fan of my ex. So most people were. You will edit that out, or I'll kill you. <laughs> Moving on, nothing controversial there. Well, no, yeah, Simone was great, and what a great and very. Um, Here we go. What the fuck is with you and not being able to talk when Simone ever comes up? <laughs> Successful, funny, and elegant. I'm like, what? I was listening back to that episode to be like, are you high? Oh, God. No, I just think, yeah, she just epitomizes everything that we are. Good. Oh, uh, fuck, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> is this episode done yet? We're only 20 minutes in. I'm loving it. This is one of the best ones we've done. Did you see that meme that I posted to our socials about the We Can Be Heroes meme? Mm, the the podcast the, one? Yeah, yes. Chris Lilly? Did you watch that po- that that show, We Can Be Heroes? Did you ever watch Chris Lilly's stuff? Like, no, no, I never right. did. Okay, but I, I, I'm I, ending I, this podcast. I, I, can't, I can't be associated with you. He's a genius. Yeah, I think without going into uh, – it didn't sit right that he was – I don't want to get political, but I, I remember early days, I didn't really like the idea of him making fun of different races. Oh, you were already in the, like, the, you're in the woke space. Yeah. We well, it wasn't, the up. issue wasn't him. The issue was that other people were seeing that on TV and then doing similar things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But then, like, over the last six months, I've been wanting to watch Summer Heights High. Oh, so you're racist now. <laughs> Right, because that's got Jonah in it. Yeah. So what you're saying, Islanders are stupid and and um, funny. And to funny. Laugh at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, for the first time ever, welcome to the stage, my Islander <laughs> heritage. I feel like I'm the one in the, you know, in the marginalised box. <laughs> so he he's from Tonga, but my family. The character is from Tonga. The character. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Schooling me. <laughs> I'm an ignorant white person. Yeah, you've been schooling me about Pride Month. When, when are we yes. getting racism month? Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Tell me how racist I am. I love this. Can a black person be racist? That's all I'm going to say. Yes, obviously. Really? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Shit, I actually don't know the answer to that question. I suppose so. Well, if we define race, I think by the technical definition of racism, yes, they <laughs> what can. What is this episode? <laughs> because we're meant to be doing conversation starters and now I'm listening to someone swallow like the Oxford Dictionary on the word racism. <laughs> Such a weird episode. I was going somewhere with that, but you know what? Oh, Fuck you. Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? Another white person cutting off a brown person. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I've actually got a what would Jordan do scenario for you. Oh, yeah, okay. We haven't had one of these for a while. Because I am not very active in terms of dating. Okay, fair enough. But there was a scenario that popped up a few weeks ago, and I wouldn't mind your advice around how I should have best approached this. Okay. Right? So a friend of a, well, a friend of mine, we were quite close. We go to the footy, big group. She invited a workmate of hers to the football to join Ooh, us. Okay. And I, I never thought too much of this other person. Actually didn't really know they were coming or know much of them at all. Okay. Cool, calm and collected. I like it. Like I wasn't even sitting near her at the footy. Right. But anyway. Non-verbal. Noted. This particular person thought I was extremely attractive and good looking. Shit. So she's on drugs. And she pestered her work colleague for my number. Are you kidding me? How did you not tell me this? Well, because I don't tell you anything because you take the piss out of me. True, true. Which is why I'm telling you over a podcast where it's safe. Yeah, well, there's no If you say anything so. incriminating, Allah. <laughs> okay, continue the story. I want to hear about the love making. <laughs> I don't know why I use that word. I 
don't think I've ever said it before. I think you need to swallow an Oxford dictionary. <laughs> Keep going. I wasn't really particularly keen on this person. Oh. Just based off a Looks. couple of different... No, no, she was pretty... So you weren't... You, you well, she's also quite younger and there was this air of immaturity about her. Mm, can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably more so to do with age. So anyway, me not knowing how to say no and me also not getting much attention at all from a day-to-day basis sort of entertained the idea. Okay. So you let her on. Well, I didn't lead her on. She messaged me and I messaged back and she was very direct. Okay. She, Surely that's refreshing though. For oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and this is where my dilemma comes in around how much, and we're going into cuffing season, winter's upon us. Do you know what cuffing season is? No. I thought you meant handcuffs. <laughs> no. What's cuffing? Cuffing season is when we go into winter, the, the weather changes. And I think it's, I don't know if it's a hetero thing, but people tend to cuff onto someone for the winter months. Oh, okay. Mm, so, yeah, we're going into cuffing season. People are looking for a, a snuggle that, buddy. Can we not say cuffing? I don't, it just sounds so, I don't know. It's like kind of stalker rapery. Like, I'm going to cuff myself to you. Like, you can cuff someone without like handcuffs. Like, cuff means like just, anyway, semantics. <laughs> Go on. I thought about leading her on more. Oh, wow. You're a really great person. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. But I also was conflicted because I'm not really about that. Okay. So, so you have morals as well. Yeah. So, And this is where my dilemma comes in. What should I do in a situation like this? Well, I feel like I could go down the funny option, but I've been like a fucking comedy cracker today, so it's probably time to settle down. Okay. What would be the purpose of leading her on? Is it that you're enjoying the attention? It's that, and it's also cuffing season, and it's cold, and I'm lonely. All right. Well, you're about to move to Germany, so don't worry too much. You're not going to get that attached. And do you actually want to spend time with this girl, or like, would you hang out with her before you left? Probably not. Then don't worry about it. Let her go. If you enjoy the attention, it is hard to walk away from someone who's like messaging on social media going, how was your day? And what did you find out? Whatever. But no, ultimately you're a better person than that. I think you should like let it go. So I did. Well, so she was very direct and was, yeah, I don't want to exactly say what she said just in case she's listening. But I just sort of basically played a straight bat. I think you've been playing a straight bat for years. I think it's time for you to flick the cricket bat over and see your real side. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't giving her much in my responses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know how to let someone down. Well, I thought that was the the best way to do it. Turns out she ended up ghosting me because I... (gasps) You are kidding. Yeah. she. I fucking love her. Get her on the show. She didn't respond to my last message. And then like a week later, I realised and I'm like, oh... It triggered me and I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I am keen on this now. Yeah. That's just like trauma of the 21st century and the human experience. So don't worry about that. We've all got it. But yeah, yeah, that does happen. And then you're like, what the fuck? I thought I was the one not interested. It's so bad because like when you're in a position of power in a dynamic like that, it's so good. But the minute that someone doesn't pay attention to you, I'm just like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, I know. What did I do wrong? Was it me? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I thought they were the ugly one. Turns out I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me a lot. Try not to let it bother you. And if you really feel bad, you can go chase after her and enter into six months of a toxic relationship. (laughs) Seriously, there's so much of that. 
Well, I mean, it's good that you got some attention, I suppose. Yeah, any attention is good attention. I'm actively not dating at the moment. I've really got, like, nothing going on. And now I live by myself, so every night is, like, six hours of me <laughs> sitting in silence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so sad. What is that like? Because you've gone from a very busy household to just being by yourself. Yeah, it's so weird. I've said it to you before, like... The other day I got home from work at like three because I was finishing up from home. I skipped going to the gym and I didn't need to go out to get groceries. So it's like, I don't go to bed until like 10, 11, just by myself for hours at a time. And it's strange when you've gone from an environment that's so loud. You know, there was kids in the house. There's always stuff happening. And, and you've yeah. started doing puzzles. I have. I can't believe it. One Saturday night you were sending me pictures of this puzzle that you've made. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the fuck has happened? Yeah, I know. I have been doing puzzles. I'm doing meditating every day. I read like crazy, which obviously I talk about a lot. I don't know. I guess it's just activities that you do for one, which sounds really lame, but I think I'm getting comfortable being with myself. So that's good. Yeah. It's good. Change. Shall we do some recs? Yes, absolutely. I've got so many things to recommend this week. I'll start us off. So podcasts, I love podcasts. Obviously, we do a podcast. Let's give some other people a shout out. The Guardian have one called Ben Robert Smith versus the Media. That's about his defamation trial. That trial went for more than a year, I think, and there was like 200 days of evidence or something like that. Crazy stats. The Guardian do an amazing podcast. I think it's up to probably an eight-part series. The first six were before the verdict, and they've done a couple after. Uh, Squiz Today by Squiz Media, they do a daily wrap-up. Uh, Squiz is cool. Squiz is really good. Ten minutes. It's released about 6.30 in the morning. And, yeah, it's great. It does international politics and domestic news. And, yeah, really cool. What about anything from you? Uh, podcast, the Art of Charm podcast. Oh, what's that? It's an emotional intelligence, social skills and relationships based podcast. Mm. Very interesting. I've learned so much stuff from them over the last maybe four or five years. They're based in America and they just dive into so many different topics around emotional intelligence and relationships. Definitely do recommend. Any other podcasts? I have one more. Oh, well, I'm... Very much of a sporty background, so... Oh, do it. We, we don't really have many sporty people listening to this, do we? We don't really have many people listening full stop, so... Um, the Rub is a what footy... What the fuck is that? The Triple M, The Rub podcast. Um, oh. The footy boys uh, every weekend. Lots of fun. So, oh. do you often rub one out with the boys, do you? No, it's or? Pride Month. It's, I'm just well, to, there you go. I'm just trying to be an ally. If that's not allyship, I don't know what is. Oh, Jesus. Talk about allyship. You've bombarded our office at work with rainbow flags. Yeah, I have actually. Yeah. It takes a homophobe like you to point out that's a negative thing. <laughs> I also have one more podcast recommendation. If you like true crime and you're into being a little bit creeped out, Spooked by Snap Judgment Presents is a fantastic ghost stories podcast. It's basically people call in with their ghost stories and someone presents them and it's just first person audio. It's it's just amazing. Books. I have finished another book. I read one from Oprah. It sounds really lame, but it's it's really good. It's called What I Know For Sure. And it's just like a summary of the last 20 years of her life and everything that she's really certain that she knows. Yeah, that book has had a lot of positive reviews over the years. Oh, really? Mm. I just picked it up. Well, actually, a friend of the podcast sent, gave me a copy. So Yeah, nice. I was going to say, are you reading anything? I have not read cool. anything. Okay, moving on. Anything you're watching? No, oh, honestly. I'm actually, I'm on the brink of burning out, to be honest. I really? yeah, but in a, in a positive way, I guess I got 
What? How is that positive? I don't know. I've got eight or nine weeks left here in Australia before I head off. Yes, true. And so, yeah, just trying to cram everything. Obviously, you've got work. You've got. Oh, I'm getting to that point where people want to catch up with me before I go. Oh, um, yeah, that must be really hard for you. Well, it's like you see them and they're like, oh, can I see you one more time before we go? And I'm like, oh, my schedule's getting pretty busy. Like, it's it's so hard. And then... Wow, if this isn't trauma, I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, on top of that, German once a week, trying to do this celebrancy course once a week. Yeah. This podcast usually takes me two nights to do the edits. Yeah, that's true. There's not much time left in a week. Oh, you're a busy boy. Busy boy, but yeah, I love it. It's a lot of fun. You're also meant to be giving us a recommendation for watching. Oh, sorry. Um, my friend has recommended me the Balance app. Oh, cool. It's a meditation app. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoy it. And mostly because they're, it gives you a whole bunch of different meditations based off what you want to work on, mood, et cetera, et cetera. But there's this feature that they have or there's this category that they have called tactile meditation. And so you put the meditation, you hold the phone in your hand and it vibrates. So it talks you through a story like you're walking through a forest or going to the beach. And as you listen to it, your phone vibrates in certain ways. And I just, I loved it. It was a very immersive experience. Wow, that sounds great. So Is yeah. it paid or free? It's free. Um, they're currently doing a deal. So you can get the app for, oh my God, this sounds like an ad. Oh, it's great. I'm loving it. I think I'm going to get it. No, it's really good. Like really good. You can subscribe for a year and after a year you have to pay a fee. Yeah. My meditation app is so expensive, like 150 bucks, but I do like it. Yeah, watching, I had a very, very good friend of mine recommend the Succession series. In fact, I know everyone's been obsessed with it for years, but I finally got into it. I've been I've like never heard that. Succession. I think a lot of people have. Is it a Netflix thing or? HBO. Wait, what's HBO? How do you get that? It's a channel from the States. They did Game of Thrones. Yeah, but is there a streaming service for HBO? Oh, I don't know. So HBO creates, uh, they put it on their channel and then things like Netflix and Stan and uh, this one's on Foxtel. So I've got an account. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't own the account. I steal it off someone else. Wait, isn't Foxtel binge? Oh, is it? I think so. I think no one's interested in this conversation. (laughs) I'm watching it through the Foxtel app. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, music. I know everyone's going to roll their eyes, but I'm a big Swifty. Taylor Swift <gasps> did the Midnight's Till Dawn version. It's fantastic. It's so funny because when we were cramming for prep for this episode, well, we usually go Rex. Music was one of them. I wrote down Taylor Swift. You're kidding. I had Are a moment. Swifty? I had a moment on the weekend with my friend Alex. She's going through some stuff right now. And we were. Oh, <laughs> say no more. Swifty. Yeah. Well, we're having a chat in the car. You know how like at nighttime when you're in the car with someone, you just go really deep and meaningful. Mm. So we're having some big DMs talking about psychology and some of the stuff that we've covered in our sessions. And I was telling her how my psych once gave me that challenge to watch sad songs in order to facilitate me crying. We got onto the topic of listening to sad songs to try and make ourselves cry. It's, it's, it's weird. Not weird. It should be normal. Sadness is okay. But anyway. Sorry, I- that's just some toxic masculinity <laughs> coming out of your psyche. So... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we were sharing our playlist that we listen to. Like I've got a playlist on Spotify full of songs that I listen to when I'm sad to, and we were playing it to try and make each other cry. And Taylor Swift's song, Red. Oh, that's not a sad song. It's not a sad song, but it's just such a, a beautiful song. And, and that was one that really got the emotions going. I didn't cry because I'm a man and it's 2023. 
Sure, sure. But yeah, actually, like a man in 2023 is walking around in high heels and pink nails. So I don't know what you're talking about. Pride Month 2023. <laughs> Interesting. So you like that song by Taylor Swift, Red? I, I quite like Taylor Swift's back catalogue. She is. I think she has the best lyrics I think I've ever heard. I know she's a pop singer, but some of her lyrics are so beautiful. And I'm a big Swifty, and I'm not. I'm not embarrassed by it. I never was. <laughs> I literally never was. Is there anything that you are embarrassed by? Uh, Apart from this podcast. I was about to say you, but that wouldn't be very nice. <laughs> That's all the recommendations from me. Fun. Oh, I didn't tell you. So I've changed my course in Germany. Oh. I'm not doing marketing anymore. Oh. I'm doing my master's in management. Oh my God. Mm. Okay. Anyway, that's that. Sorry. Yeah, that's I've got nothing to say. <laughs> Moving on. Now, do you want to bring us to the big emotive, like serious topic that you've decided to well, base this episode in what is that as all you listeners know we love covering minorities on this show and empowering people to mm. be better versions of themselves yeah we're not doing that today we had absolutely nothing to Fuck prepare no i cannot stand all the depression it's like oh god next literally about an hour and ago went on chat gpt and wrote down what should we do for a podcast oh good i hope it's got some good ideas they did that they, they were really deep and i was like oh, i can't uh, be fucked doing another nah. deep thing today no way so i thought oh why don't we do some conversation starters and have some big questions and see where we go with them <gasps> did chat gtp write these yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Obviously. this is great. This could be our AI. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. This could be our AI episode. We should kind of like spruik the audience and put that in the, the show notes. We discuss all things AI. We're <laughs> literally playing fucking conversation starters. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start us off? Should we go one and two? All right. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be and why? Marie Antoinette. I don't know anything about her, but her she was the um, chick that um, invented penicillin, right? Frenchie? Really? Marie Antoinette? No, sorry. That's Marie Curie. Yeah. Sorry. I thought that was Marie Kondo. No, the cleaning lady. <laughs> Marie Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Marie Antoinette, I don't know what she did. I think she got beheaded. Makeup on point. She had that white face, didn't she? Is she the one that has that castle in Paris or just off Paris? I'm thinking of the Queen of Hearts from... Alice in Wonderland. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Historical figure, not fictional figure. True. <laughs> what is one skill or hobby you've always wanted to learn, but you never had the chance to? Oh, I would love to learn how to be a DJ and do have that. You know how, what do they call it? A DJ deck? Yeah, deck. I've never understood DJs because I feel like all you have to do is have a banging Spotify playlist yeah. and press play. That but I know the there's an actual art to it and I'd love to learn it. Yes, I know someone who was trying to break into that industry, brought the deck, uh, never learned how to use it, so it wasn't very successful. Actually, oh, I once bought a surfboard wanting to know how to surf. My never God, used it. I love that That's story. another skill. Put that on your business card. That's a great story. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be and how would you use it? That's mm. a bit dumb, that second part. ChatGPT has its flaws. Uh, teleportation is cool because you can go on holiday whenever and obviously flying. Like I'm not embarrassed about that. Everyone would. That's cool. Yeah, but if you had to choose one, would you rather teleportation or flying? Flying, because then you can fly to where you want to go, unless it's really slow. Yeah, like because people are like, oh, I could fly to Milan or Rome or whatever, and I'm like, mm, logistically. Oh yeah, because that's what you're going to pick them up on. Well, if you were flying, it'd take you ages. What about the fact you can't fly full stop? No, but you got to think it through. If you were flying, that's like. On an airplane that's 18 hours, mm. a human would be longer. You'd get hungry. 
you but, get cold. But how do we know how fast you can fly? You might be able to fly faster than an aeroplane. No, that's silly. You don't have an engine. Oh, true. What's propelling you? This hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite way to unwind and relax? This is so bad. I have uh, about an hour of social media time when I get home. Yes, I do. So I. It's bad. great. I love it. Yeah, I wish it wasn't. I wish I had something else. But Well, everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't be watching Netflix before bed or being on Instagram. I'm like, I like it. Yeah, but you read and do puzzles now, so at least you've got that side to you. Bit of balance. I've yeah. got nothing. Yeah. What is the most adventurous thing you've ever done or would like to do? I don't know. That's a really big question. I once went skinny dipping in like tropical Queensland, which was really cool. It was just spur of the moment. That's pretty cool. The one time I got went skinny dipping, I got assaulted. Oh, okay. Depression again. Knock, knock. What's one thing you wish more people understood or appreciated about your job? Um, have some fucking respect for what I do. Or just understand what it is. <laughs> yeah, true. Probably start off with that. About it. <laughs> if you could witness any historical event firsthand, what would you choose and why? Oh, well, since it is Pride Month and I'm obsessed with my own people, Stonewall riots, definitely. It's, that would be incredible. Yeah. Stonehenge? No, not Stonehenge, babe. It's oh. called Stonewall. Well, like well, a, I'd go to Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. No worries. <laughs> Uh, if you had to live in a different era, which one would you choose? And I'm not talking about the Taylor Swift concert eras. I would love to be alive. Well, I'd love to be in my prime in the 70s and 80s because I mm. think the parties that they had back then were absolutely wild and really cool and the music would have been sick. What about like, what's hippies? Is that 60s? 50s? Oh, see, I was thinking 70s and 80s. 70s is more hippie. Is it? 80s with like Fleetwood. When, when was Woodstock? 69. Okay, that would have been cool. Because everyone was like high, right? Mm, that would have been. They left their cars in the street. For the purpose of this conversation, that would be a really cool experience to be in. Yeah, I've never done it before, but I just heard it was good. No charges laid. What is something you believe that others would find controversial? I don't know. Do you have any opinions that go against the norm? Do you have any opinions at all? <laughs> what are these? What are these questions? I don't get it. I don't know. Well, how would you answer that question? Uh, we did some stuff in the pre-interview that I can't possibly repeat. <laughs> that was shit. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a thought earlier in the week. How do you think this podcast is going? Good. Well, I'm very curious to hear thoughts from the people that listen. Yeah. Now, I know we've spoken about this before that I tend to get a lot of feedback from people about the episode. and Yeah, nobody gives me feedback. Oh, a few people do. Mm, maybe we should put something out there. Oh, a Q&A. What do you want to hear about? Like a Q yeah, or like a survey monkey or something around. What do you want to hear about? What do you enjoy? Maybe some feedback on some of the guests that we've had. Because, yes. you know, we, we don't do this profession. We have no idea what we're doing. Oh, clearly. I think anyone who's listened to it knows that. Should we, like, offer some sort of prize, like a one-on-one -on -one made and great with Jordan Hitch? Uh, yeah, well, there sounds like there's a lot of fans out there. Um, no, why don't we do it on Instagram? I'll open up a poll. Yep. It could be anonymous. I think maybe do it anonymous so that people can be... Savage, brutal. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so follow the Instagram, at We Need Therapy Pod. And, yeah, we're going to put that out. Um, yeah, so let's do that. Mm. Cool. Well... Thank you for today. It was actually a lot of fun. I don't think I've laughed that hard for a while. I don't think our listeners have either. Well, um, I certainly won't be using chat GTP to start any conversations. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs>